1: Hoop Ballers! Let's talk about your balls. Yep, your balls. And the area around them. Let's talk about Manscaped.com. Go there and use promo code HoopBall20 H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-2-0 Use the promo code and go check out all the tools they have of trimming the hedges and taking care of your lawn. Like the lawnmower 3.0 with a built in LED light to help you get into those dark thigh crevices on the inner parts. Also, the gooch. It is hard to get to the gooch if you can't see it. So use the LED light with the anti Tugless technology on the Razor, full long battery life. Then, Check out the weed whacker, bring that out of the shed, use it on your shrubs, cut down what you need, down to bare minimum if you need to. It's got a nice anti-tugless technology just like the Lawn Mower 3.0. It's also got a lithium battery and best news of all, these things are waterproof so that way you can do it in the shower and take care of business in the cleanest way possible. HoopBall20 is the promo code that's going to get you free shipping as well as 20% off. I recommend using it. I recommend getting the complete care kit with your free shipping and your 20% off. Spend a little extra, get a lot more. There's a good care kit there for us gentlemen. Face scrub, shampoo, ball treatment, and the area that surrounds our balls. I believe there's even a pair of underwear in there for our balls. So yeah. That's going to conclude the talk about our balls. Now let's talk about bets. MyBookie.ag is where all the hoop ballers take care of their winnings and where we place all of our wagers that we post in our article and the wager pass, as well as our free plays and our Discord chats. Yes, MyBookie.ag. Use promo code HOOPBALL, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L. We have today in sports betting.
2: The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation.
1: Hoop Welcome back. To another episode and another edition of today in sports betting. I am your host, Devin Ellington. We're at D A L E 07 on Twitter. You can find me there. You can find me at hoop ball.com. Which is uh why this podcast is possible, which is why I am possible. <laughs> so Make sure you definitely go there. All sorts of summer league roster moves and transactions to keep notes of. And we got you covered. We got a tick, kind of like an up to minute stock market news ticker on the right hand side of our website on the landing page. So that's very, very helpful to have during fantasy dynasty, you know, hotbed season. We got all sorts of team coverage and free agency news articles out there as well, all for free on the website. 98% of our content is free. The stuff that isn't is, uh, well, that's the wager pass. If you just want to bet with us and get the wager pass and the daily article and the Discord server, blah. Well, starting on the 18th, or I'm sorry, the 16th of August, that price is going to be $15.99, if I remember right. It was $9.99. So after our first year, we've been able to do this increase. But we're also looking to do a loyalty membership program. So we're looking to take care of the guys that have been here since day one, the folks that have you know been here for a few months now. And we want y'all to lock in your forever price. So make sure to do so and get the pricing on a wager pass or do the dfs pass or the fantasy pass or if you want the hoop ball 360 the whole enchilada and lasagna then uh that's an option and you can lock in a way better more value-based price so with all the premium humbo mumbo jumbo talk uh get that out of the way you know i normally don't spend a ton of time on it but you know Today, I felt like I wanted to talk a little more about it because we're coming up close on the 16th, and we got some really great stuff to offer you. We've had some new folks jump in recently this week. Uh, it's been exciting having those new faces in, and I hope that they are ready to party. Shout out at Hooper. So, the Dis- like I said, you've heard me talk about it before, but the Discord servers are like the bread and butter for me. I really like the Discord stuff. It's a good way for you to chat with us, interact, get our thoughts up to the minute, like literally. Like we are firing off bets up to the, you know, first pitch. And uh, yeah, so just come, come have fun with us is all I'm saying. Today's show, MLB, of course. I'll start doing some other stuff here soon, but. Got to take advantage of MLB while we can because when college football comes around, it's going to be second thought. And uh, I'm just trying to pay its respects now. Like, we'll still be batting on the MLB, don't get me wrong, but college football is just something that I really love. The show will be talking about lots. Troy's free play on Twitter hit. He was on the Olympic women's team. So they took care of business against Serbia. He'll be up today. Make sure to check him out at Dwayne the Rock J on Twitter. Hoopball Gaming at Hoopball Gaming. I forgot to tell you about them. Go check them out too. That's all of us together. So do us all a favor. Go follow the show. Do all that good stuff. All right. I will be making some tally site selections. I got to get my stuff locked in for today busy, busy day. We got a afternoon cross town classic game between the Cubs and the White Sox to start us off. And that's exciting because I'm a Cubs fan. That's number 31 on the season. I think it is. So the Cubs are probably going to get worked. I mean, Kyle Hendricks on the mound, so you never know. That guy's kind of special. But you got Lance Lynn on the mound for the White Sox, 10-3 and three on the year, 2.07 ERA. Hendricks, 13-4 and four somehow with this Cubs team, 3.71 ERA. And uh, I'm not looking to play anything money line-wise for full game. The over is set at 9. Minus 115 draws me in a little bit. But look, this is Wrigley Field, and it's got 13-mile-per-hour wind out. Chicago, the White Sox, could take care of this total by themselves if they can get Hendricks out early. I don't think they do. I think we're going to see Lynn and Hendricks battle. Run line for the White Sox is minus 105. Team totals didn't really stick out to me and something I wanted to do. Five and a half is the White Sox uh, team total. The overs getting even money right now. Over three and a half, getting decent shade at minus 115 for the Cubs over. Uh, Look, I don't really like any of those. I was looking at strikeout props, but the only thing that I could really see that I liked, and I might go ahead and look at something else too, like a no-run first inning or under, you know, the total of hits, runs, errors in the first inning. But uh, off the basic sheet and off the normal just book selections, I am going to be looking at, the first five run line for the White Sox. I know technically they're the road team and they're terrible in first fives on the road, but they're in Chicago uh, still. I mean, it's, it's the crosstown rivalry. So crosstown classic. They're not, it's not like a true, true road game. So I really like that play. And that's probably what I'll be leaning on heavily in this game. Not really looking at too much else on it. Like I said, that no-run first inning is something that looks nice to me. Over seven for the strikeout prop uh, for Lance Lynn. I think that's something that sticks out with all the inexperienced hitters in the Cubs lineup. So I think that we could see a couple of – uh. A couple of pitchers have some success tonight. So moving on, Marco Gonzalez, the lefty, taking on Juan Di Peralta for the Yankees, both lefties. Look, this has just been a weird-ass series. 82 miles per hour, or I'm sorry, 82, 82 miles per hour wind It'd be crazy. 82 degrees, 10-mile-per-hour wind from right to left. So it's pushing all of our lefty bombers away from that short wall. But the total set at 10. I have tried on the total a couple of times in these games featuring the Mariners and Yankees in this series. I haven't really done too good at it. So it opened at 10 and a half. It's even come down to 10, but it's getting minus 120 shade on the over. The Yankees, run line plus 105, minus 170 on the money line. Team totals, Seattle four and a half at even money, over five and a half getting the shade there. I'm sorry, under getting the shade at minus 130. And then you got the Yankees at five and a half. Marco
2: Gonzalez is not that good of a pitcher. I, man... So we're looking at, I mean, the first five total set at five and a half.
1: I mean, that's high. It's really high. There's not a ton of disparity between the run lines and the money
0: lines. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
1: But stay away game for me. I do like fading and targeting Marco Gonzalez. Maybe a DFS game here. I'll stack this game in DFS in a way. But I'm not looking to play it on the card. Tampa Bay and Baltimore. Ryan Yarborough on the mound. And uh I think that I think that John Means being on the mound makes this game a little challenging to handicap. Ryan Yarborough makes it a little challenging to handicap. And we have back-to-back games where we're talking about pitchers, the starters both being lefties. And you have 85 mile. Oh, my gosh, I did it again. 85-degree day here, uh, night in the Camden Yards, hot. The wind's blowing 10 miles per hour to left field. You know, Notion says, I want to take the over, but John Means, you know, he's still working his way back from coming in uh, off the IL. I think he could have a really good start, but the upgrades of left-handed hitting for Tampa Bay is huge. You know, they targeted that in the trade deadline, Juan DeFranco, Mike Zanino, uh, Nelson Cruz specifically do really well against lefties. Yandy Diaz is starting to figure it out, and he's creeping up on 400. And then if we look at some of the successes of Baltimore against Yarborough, they got a couple guys that have had, well, only just one guy. Trey Mancini, eight for 22, 364 average, three home runs, five runs eight ribbies, two walks, three strikeouts. So if anything, in the Baltimore and Tampa Bay game, I might just kind of look at some pinpointed angles. And Mancini's line against Yarborough makes sense to me. Uh, It's something I'll need to look into. Uh, And then we'll look into further. I mean... Mancini hits 280 against lefties. He's one of the better players. I mean, he is probably the best player for this Orioles ball club. Austin Hayes, 311 against lefties. Cedric Mullins, 328. So, I might look to play something in support of the Orioles. Man, their team total is 4.5. at 110.
2: Orioles...
1: Plus one and a half on the run line is getting minus 115 shades. So they're thinking that they keep this thing close. Tampa Bay minus 160 on the money line. Orioles are only plus 143 as a home dog. I think that's pretty telling. And if we look, I mean, Baltimore's favored in the first five on the run line. Well, I mean, they're getting, I'm sorry, they're not favored, but they're getting minus 130 of shading on the plus half run in the first five, and then they're only plus 110 on the money line. So I think Baltimore has some really great success. I was hoping I was going to get a a three-and-a-half number on them because I've been cashing on those lately for Baltimore specifically. But I think what I'm going to have to settle on is I'll take the value in uh, the Orioles' first five, and if we see that if you can find – a three-and-a-half or four out there, if if those are in some spots for you, then I would definitely go for those. I think that the way that this team hits lefties, I've talked about their sneaky power before. I think it works. They just got to do a little bit better specifically against Ryan Yarborough. Um, you know, Cedric Mullins, Pedro Severino, DJ Stewart, those guys are all going to have to, you know, step up. I think Austin Hayes is going to have a pretty good day. Uh, He's productive. He's active. He's all over the place. So look for him.
2: Red Sox. No,
1: no, here. Hold on. Well, Mets, Phillies, I'm not going to talk about because. Well, here, I'll make a couple mental notes here. Because, look, I. I've not been playing as much NLE stuff. Like, I've been fading these games, trying to stay away from them. But you got two good pitchers on the mound. You got Stroman. You got Gibson. So, if anything, let me see if the first five lines are decent. But ultimately, I'm looking at a no-run first inning in this one, even though Philly's offense has been really hot.
2: Five is the number.
1: I think that's reasonable. I was thinking that it would probably be that. I was hoping it wasn't going to be like four and a half or four. But yeah, like I said, hot offense for the Phillies, but I just don't... I mean, these two pitchers have been pitching really well. They've been kind of helping their teams out a lot. Well, not Gibson, but because he just joined... But, I mean, Gibson was a winner on a Texas club that didn't really give him any support at all. So look for these teams to grind out early. Another divisional game, Boston and Toronto. We got Ivaldi on the mound, Alec Manoa. Over nine is the total. Minus 144 for Toronto. Plus 125 for Boston. I think
2: that... uh, These pitchers are going to have something to say. I think that
1: the matchup against the Ivaldi for Toronto is better. Well, I say that, but they got a 195 team average against them in 83 plate appearances, 77 at-bats, 26 strikeouts and six walks. They're going to have to strike out a lot less. So with that being said, Nathan Ivaldi over 5.5Ks is getting plus 125 treatment. I'm okay on it. I don't need it.
2: We look at some hit stuff, just kind of looking at random things, trying to see if there's any numbers that stick out. We've got nothing
1: that's really tickling my fancy without doing too much prop building. Look, these pitchers are I mean, they're pretty good. Uh, I don't know what to make of this, to be honest. So let me hold on to this game. I'm sure I'll find something in it
2: later on. But Vlad
1: Guerrero props, perhaps, because he's so good against righties. But uh, ultimately, let's pass right now. Let's hold. Wade Miley's pitching for the Reds in Cincinnati. JT Brubaker pitching for the Pirates. And a lot of love going to the Pirates. um, From what I'm seeing early, they're plus 160 on the money line. Reds have a run line of even money. and.
2: I don't know. I, I just it's gonna be hard for me to back the pirates. Even though I tried yesterday, uh that didn't work. Excuse me as I drink some coffee. So Team total,
1: I, I I don't know. I'm looking to back Wade Miley here. Like, so it's hard for me to deviate from that notion too much. And these numbers and the lines and everything are trying to get me to. The only thing that has value to me is Red's first five run line. I mean, minus 130. So... That's still a little high, but that's what they're giving us. All right. Detroit and Cleveland. I'm going to go ahead and leave this game off, leave it alone. Detroit's going on the road. Manning's on the mound for them, Mitch Manning. Cal Quantrell for Cleveland. He's kind of been spotty in his starts. I don't have a good figure on him, so I'm going to leave this game alone, like I said. Washington and Atlanta. Ah, man, as much as I hate betting the NL East and these teams, like, this is going to be just hard to avoid not to. I mean, Atlanta's offense is absolutely bopping right now. They're doing really well. And then they're now getting a matchup against Eric Fetty Wap, and they got a new, better lineup of hitters than they did last time. Uh, They faced them, and they got guys hitting really well right now. Jorge Soler's been a great addition. Jack Peterson – uh, Deval, they got those guys all when they were getting hot. So I'm looking to support the Braves team total over four and a half. It's at minus 130. Remember, half unit plays for me on my team totals. That's just kind of how I roll. And if I look at first five stuff, The Braves in the first five again, you know, minus one thirty-five. But look, I gotta kind of just take that. I I like to fade pitchers, and I like to fade Fetty Wap. So this Eric guy, and then I'm gonna oh, also let me figure out how to talk first. I'm also going to take under four and a half Ks for Fetty uh, to kind of start my my props plays for my personal card here, and. So under 4.5 Ks for him at minus 125, I think makes a lot of sense because I think the Braves are going to be able to get to
2: him very early. All right.
1: Houston laid a dud on our chest last night, and they're going against Bailey Ober today, which last time this kid played, we faded him. We took the over. It worked out. Zach Grinky's on the mound. Um, I'm gonna be playing the over in this one. Zach Grinky, he's been giving up a lot more runs lately this year. So um look for that to be in play. They kind of just didn't look that good last night. Uh Yuli Guriel out last night. He is a good stabling force to have in this lineup. If Michael Brantley's in the two hole, uh, I'm going to love this team even more when lines drop for their lineups. Uh, But we're looking at five on their team total. Look, they, they put a dead up last night. I'm thinking that they score runs tonight. And I like this play even more if Brantley is in the two hole. He was in the three-hole last night and I put an editor's note in the wager pass. And look, it the plays didn't hit. So uh it, it's kind of tied to Brantley being in the two hole. I know it's a weird thing, but you know, got a lot of numbers I've been looking at that have just been continuing the proof. And then Houston in the first five with Grinky, you know, with how spotty Grinky's been this year, I just I don't know. I, I'm gonna leave that one alone. Over four and a half on Grinky's props. I think that's something that I might entertain.
2: I think that interests me.
1: He hasn't had like a really dominant performance lately. So we could see one out of him taking advantage of a mediocre twins lineup. San Fran and Milwaukee. Heck yes. This is a good matchup right here. So I might look at taking a no run first inning for this because um, we got a couple of decent pitchers on the mound, but also the way that these teams play offense like they can get some early offense, but it doesn't happen too, too often. Overs eight over-under total, I'm set at eight. Milwaukee's minus 150 on the money line. Minus one-third, or plus 135
2: on the run line. And, you know, I... San Fran as a dog, like, that's just a lot. Um,
1: hitting... I mean, both these teams are decent against righties. There's nothing that's sticking out to me. This is going to be just a crazy overall interesting game. So what I might just do is play that no-run first inning, get the bet out of the way, and just kind of enjoy the rest of the game because, uh, look, this is a potential NLCS matchup, you know? So, and uh, even more... Possibility that it's an NLDS matchup, but look for some good baseball in this game tonight. Royals, St. Louis Cardinals. Mike Miner on the mound, the lefty Adam Wainwright. I, uh, I, I'm not interested in this one mainly because of the Cardinals. I, I I've just not been enjoying handicapping their games. The Royals and Saint Saint Louis Cardinals have a, uh, well, they it's a it's a weird rivalry. So it's, it's I believe it's like the I eighty rivalry or something like that. I should know. I lived in Kansas City for a while, but yeah, I don't know. Um, Miami, Colorado, yes, I'm gonna leave off Coors Field because look, we got Alcantara on the mound. Jermaine Marquez, probably the best Colorado pitcher to pitch at home. Total is at 10. It's gone up from eight and a half. That's just crazy. I wondered what happened there. But, uh, look, it, if that's not saying anything, like it's just like a weird fish market for me. So, look, I'm staying away from that. Texas and Oakland, we got fade faulty day, guys. Chris Bassett on the mound, which is a good stuff thing for the Oakland Athletics um, Chris Bassett should be able to take advantage of this Mike Fulton-Evich exposure. And uh, I am looking for some uh folks to take advantage of this as long as they can. So if we break it down a little further, uh, look, the run line is minus 130 for Oakland. That's got way too much juice, as well as the minus 280 money line. So I'm gonna be looking at Oakland's team total of over four and a half and I like another spot here as well. Once my bet saves and I can clear my screen.
2: Man. Hmm. Yeah, no. So even in the first five,
1: minus 180 on the run line. Bassett, not a huge strikeout pitcher. So over six naps, not running anything up my skirt. Uh, Mike Fultonevich under four and a half because I think he gets rocked completely,
2: and I'll put two and a half units on that to win
1: two because it's a fade faulty day under four and a half. I don't think he gets away from the third inning. So
2: we'll put two units on that. And just want to look at one other thing before we move on off of that.
1: Yeah, 235 ISO. 298 Woba as a team, Houston, or I'm sorry, I was looking at that. Oakland has against Fulte.
2: Man. Fulty's actually got decent numbers against athletics. But it's still Fulton-Evich, and we're going to fade him. If we look at the Angels
1: and the Dodgers, the battle for LA this series, uh, you know, we got Patrick Sandoval on the mound, David Price on the mound, two lefties. The Angels, they're all right against lefties. David Fletcher hits 368, Goslin,
2: 308. But they use David Price kind of as an opener. He got roughed up his last time out by San Fran. I think what we can see here I mean, the Dodgers team totals four and a half. I think that's a good starting spot. Um Over four and a half for them. I think we should maybe look at over four and a half in the first five.
1: David Price under four and a half Ks. Patrick Sandoval under six and a half Ks. Definitely like that.
2: I just don't think
1: the Dodgers are going to strike out that much. I think the bats are going to be on point tonight. And that's that. Caleb Smith, Ryan Weathers going against each other. Another lefty on lefty crime, hate crime. Uh, This is interesting because the Diamondbacks hit lefties really well. The Padres are at home. It's a little colder tonight in San Diego. Look at over four and a half for the Padres team total. Some low team totals set for some potent offenses tonight, and it kind of makes me feel weird. The Diamondbacks, hmm, over four and a half in the first five. Look, I think both teams are going to be able to hit tonight, but I don't like the... Well, actually, eight and a half is not a bad number. It's got minus
2: 120 on it. Austin Nola, Jake
1: Mariznick, and Eric Hosmer all pretty good against lefties for the Padres. Look for them to maybe be a little mini game stack. Ketel Marte, Carson Kelly, Azdrubal, Cabrera, they're all 275
2: and up for the Diamondbacks. Against lefties.
1: So I'm not really looking to do too much on that game. You know, it's going to be the last game. Hopefully I won't need to use it as a chase game. But we got got a little team total in there. We'll be looking at uh, some other stuff in the L.A. game. So got a pretty good overall baseball card. Really excited to watch it unfold and let it unravel tonight. We got some Olympic action. Uh, The United States is going to be playing in a couple of gold medal games. So that's awesome. And that's important. Um, Canada wins the gold medal over Sweden. So 5 a.m. I think we all should set our alarms and wake up for the gold medal game, United States baseball against Japan. And then gold medal soccer for the men's Brazil and Spain. So that's an exciting one to look at. I think um might have to look at Brazil taking that one. I'm going to back U.S. in the Olympics because I think we can do it. Japan has been exposed in a couple different spots, and our offense has been scoring more than what uh, it had been lately. So I like the fact that the offense is clicking and, um, it gives me, gives me a little, uh, what is that confidence? Yeah. Confidence in them. And, um, I'm trying to pull the game line up right now. So we're working on that. They're hard to find from time to time. The Olympic lines are all over the place. Um, um, Let's look and see here. So, France and Serbia is going to be going on at 3 a.m. for basketball. France minus one and a half spread. Uh, look, that I don't mind that look. Uh, but let me try to find this baseball one and we'll roll out with that. Um, we'll roll out with the Olympic baseball numbers. Uh, okay. Plus one and a half runs, minus 123 on the spread for U.S. I like that. And then for them, plus 167. They are a dog, so let's get it. Um, Got to back USA as a dog. Over eight and a half on the total. Japan can put some runs up, and so can we. Like I said, our offense has been hot lately. So might just go against the top – might go with the top row of bets there. Run, run line, money line, total. So – With that being said, you're listening to Teddy try to get on the podcast, too. Uh, So I'm going to wrap this show up. He's over here freaking out, howling and whatnot. So I'm going to go ahead and send you all of my good vibes and all of my good energies, as always. Make sure to follow us along on Twitter, um, as well as use those promo codes that you hear me talk about in the pre-recorded segment you can do something nice and safe and kind for someone today be positive be healthy and it's friday so we definitely got that to look forward to let's all enjoy our weekends and i'll see you back here on monday today in sports betting is out
0: this
1: has been a hoop ball presentation